areas of the game. So, in this scenario, um, the way that this is kind of set up, so I'm guessing you got some weird vibes about the, the house as you're approaching it, correct? Yeah. It doesn't look, and you know, obviously the Civil War dude in the forest does not help with 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 you trying to keep you like yourself cool and calm and collected um so this house has a very troubled past um one of the incidences let me just read back it's inside of our um it's in the game um stuff so where is it uh no i don't want to why is it playing it so slow jesus christ so in local history 60 years ago um don't know what his last name is but johnny basically this um a civil a civil war veteran came home and he basically what ends up happening is that this guy survived getting shot in the head during the civil war went home you know got to survive got discharged went home he ends up shooting himself or killing himself in the house in that exact same house he shoots himself in the head that was 60 years ago 30 years ago um a where is it a it says supposedly supposedly what happens is that this person somebody murders the family and then like this family that lived there the whole family is murdered the husband's missing they suspect the husband did it but they don't know where he is they never found where he was. He, he he escaped scot free, but the family was horribly murdered in this house, like with a hatchet. And then one month ago, Arthur Courtway goes disappearing. So, the person that you saw in the ghost was one of the ghosts that of the the past, the Civil War the Civil War veteran, the one you saw as you were going across the bridge. Yeah. Um. What you're actually coming up upon, which was the fireplace thing, was actually leads into like a little hidey hole place where you actually find the deceit, the, the, the remains of that, the, the, the guy who killed his, um, his entire family. He's actually sitting in that room holding an axe and then like he just kind of sat there. He died in that little like hidey hole place in the mansion. But this is all just a red herring. This is not the thing that it's actually the core of it. So... In the original game, or in um, with um, Arthur Corthway, he did he had an expedition that he took to the um, he had an expedition he took into I think it was the jungles of Africa or South America. So he found that place that's mentioned in the book, the um, the dome, and unbeknownst to him, the dome housed a creature that feeds on moisture and mold and you know things it's a gigantic blob entity and his entire expedition is murdered or killed by the thing people go mad by seeing it and they just fling themselves at this this just gelatinous creature and it consumes them so and then he was the only one who survived as soon as he got back he discarded all of his notes tried to forget all the things he saw in that place but what he didn't do is that he basically he took his clothes from the expedition and he, pat, he folded them up and he put it in a trunk in the attic. What he didn't know is that a spore from that creature was on his clothing. 
and the spore slowly started eating, you know, consuming things to gain to gain strength and started growing in the mansion. And if you ask some of the people in the town, they would have told you that so-and-so's cows, first cats in the area went missing, then dogs, then, then some cattle went missing that's from the neighboring property. This is the thing eating and feasting. And as it feeds, it grows larger and larger, you know, right? Um, you didn't get to it, but actually you couldn't go downstairs because the entire downstairs is just this mass of things. And also the reason why the house is kind of moldy and mildewy is because the thing is in the walls. The thing is so large that it literally is the mansion itself. It is moving around in the walls. That's why like, if you were going in certain areas, you would see the walls kind of bulge a little bit from the mold and the mildew, that's not actually mold and mildew. That's a thing moving around in the walls. Okay. Um, and you would have discovered later if you caught to his bedroom, which was right across from the stairwell as soon as you got up the top of the stairs, he actually had, he collected all the salt from around the house. And that's the only thing that'll defeat the creature. And he was writing down how to defeat it. And then the creature actually uh, ate him before he could write it down on that note that you found. What the heck? And you would have found also like certain areas like the he used salt to keep the monster to keep the creature at bay. So you actually lined certain areas with salt near the doorways to prevent the creature from exiting the house. Yeah. Um, and then also it, if you weren't to go, also to go into his room, you would find what happened to all the shotgun shells. He was actually loading the shells with salt <laughs> to try and combat the thing. But the thing ate him before he was able to finish loading the shells. Yeah, so as you can kind of see, this is how the RPG is a slow burn, but like you know, it's I'm gonna make ours one your anniversary one a little bit more faster. A little more faster. Okay. okay. Sorry, I exited out of the game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. There we go. Wait, what? Wait, what? What? I can still I can hear myself still... in double. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, now, now it's better. Okay, never mind. So it lagged a little bit. Um, so yeah, so that's how the game works. It's very investigatory first because you want to know exactly what you're combating because not everything is susceptible to bullets. Even though I gave you a gun, I gave you a gun full knowing full well that that's not going to do anything against the, against the creature. It's yeah. to lull you in a, into a safe sense of security that you have a gun. But yeah, so... The one I'm designing will be a little bit more faster paced than that. Um, do not, I will make sure that I'm mentioning it now, do not rely heavily on weapons to defeat zombies. It's better, it's usually better, especially in this game rule set, is to find out what's creating or producing the thing or the big bad and take and destroy that instead of trying to deal with like the minions or whatever the hell you're trying to like deal with. Oh, okay um in that case yeah so that would be that and then usually you do some kind of like weird magic stuff we haven't gotten to the finer points where like you can do use magic um your magic points to actually cast spells or to like do things to kind of seal things away so you can do more of that stuff but i feel like that's we'll do more we'll talk more about this before we do your anniversary game Maybe it's better if you played it in person than online. I, I think I think what we need to do is I need to figure out exactly what because I I forgot that you're using a map 
that could be the reason why you were having technical issues on your side during the um, during most of the game. Oh, okay. So I'd have to double check. I gotta just do a little bit more homework. That's why, because most of the guys that I used to play with, we all run PCs. So that could be the reason why we didn't have any tech issues. But I'll look into it though before we do it. If not, maybe we'll schedule a day and then we got we can meet up and then we can actually do it in person for your podcast. If you can actually get the like a professional camera set up to do the the recording. Yeah. But how was your? So you can kind of got a taste of what RPGs are kind of like. You kind of I know like when you were like doing, you're like, what do you mean? What I do? Yeah, that's so confusing. Like in an RPG, yeah. So you basically you describe to me what you want to do as a character. So I don't control you. Like you tell me what you want to do, and I would tell you as your game master, your keeper, what you need to do in order to do something so like let's say you know you want to fight something you tell me i want to attack it with you know whatever you have you choose what weapon you want to do and i'll tell you okay roll this and then roll damage and then you know and then i'll do all the technical stuff on my side for how much damage everybody takes that kind of thing but then you would have you'd be responsible for the rolling and then dictating what you want to do as an action so as you can see it's very unlimited in the sense of like it's kind of like emulating what you can do, you know, what we do on a daily basis where we make any kind of, you know, you can do any kind of choice, basically. You you have free will as far as your, what your character wants to do. So it allows thinking outside the box. It's not like, oh, just straight up attack, run, or hide, the kind of thing. It's more like I can choose to do something crazy that's a mixture of both. So, I mean, that's one thing to, like, well, what? how did you feel about... I know it's a little, a lot to take in as an art, like your first delve into like role playing games, but how was it? It was very confusing. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> That's why I was quiet most of the time. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, but don't, you know, very, it, RPGs are very vocal as a game. So basically, it's not always about just the GM talking most of the time. It's like if you ever want to say something, the player, you know, you have the freedom of voice. It is your character. You can choose how to voice your character. As you saw with me, I need to do a little bit more better job when it comes to, like, there's people who do really well, like, as a game master, well, they'll, they'll invent, like, the voice. You see, I changed my vocals depending on, like, who I was playing. But, yeah, so, like, you, you got, like, you got to kind of, like, it's, like, kind of, like, playing pretend. So you can play pretend yourself, which is, Perfectly fine. You know, everybody does it because that's the easiest mode. That's your default, you know. But certain people, they'll go all into it. You know, they'll... Certain people, you know, LARP, which is live-action role-play, which is, like, they'll dress up in the character and they'll put on the persona as, as the character, you know, as a hard-boiled detective or something like that. Or, you know, you have the people on the other end of the spectrum, like us, just, like, casual players. They'll, you know, they'll talk like themselves. They'll make decisions like themselves, that kind of thing. Is this but, something you can play with Mark? Yes. Mark has definitely shown, like, that's the one I told you. He said that Jesus take the wheel and the, the car flipped over. That's okay. him playing the game. Like, he, he's done it a few times. He's also done some crazy shit where, like, he, like, I think he, I'm trying to remember what exactly. We did, like, a bunch of crazy stuff, like, when he was part of our RPG group. But he mostly he wasn't really like the hardcore guy that was changing his tone to like the person because he actually played a female i think for like two i would like to say two campaigns but i feel like he's only been there really for like one campaign but it was 
a very interesting campaign. Like two headed serpent. There's a lot of two fisted actions, like Indiana Jones esque. So he, yeah, I think he, he definitely, I think, had fun in that game. So I think it's just, um, it the thing that you know most RPGs are good for is that it's at that uh, level of escapism. So you get to act out as somebody you may not be able to be at work or you know in your private company. You know, like most of us, we're very quiet. You know, we don't we're not loud but then most people who play these is like you they you see the exact opposite like i'm like kilgore i'm a level 30 barbarian i smack things until they die like <laughs> it's like that it's that kind of thing it allows you to try out being somebody else for a day nerds and, and it flexes the imagination muscles as you saw because you're there's times where you're playing you're like trying to imagine your your surroundings <laughs> Yeah, that's why I think it's easier if I can play it in person. Yeah, so I'll, I'll work with the. I'll see if I can do like kind of conk out those technical issues because I I had the maps actually planned out and everything. They're all and I had the lighting effects too for like your character token. So when you move around, you could actually see the light change. Like you'd bleed into rooms and then close off as you pass them. And I had like I had I, we do this all the time. So bare bones, you can do it with like a you know a grid map like a rolled map and then you just you know you draw out everything with like a wet erase marker and then you use imagination or you do what i do which is like on my off time like for this game i think i took not this particular game but like the one i did i wrote i ran this session before with a few of the other guys from my rpg group that one took me at least i'd like to say a week or two of preparation of like i was actually looking at the 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 manual for the module and then redesigning the map in like a th in in a program to make to make it presentable for everybody, and then re-editing a couple things, adding certain things to it. So that's more like the GM aspect. You'd be doing a lot more of that, like that grunt work where it's like you got to make sure everything is choice. Um, funny note um, on this game was one of the games where um, one of my other players, um, shout out to Nigel Vincent. Um, <laughs> There's a scene, uh, one of the th trigger moments is that um, this random person comes into the house with an axe, and you think that he's some kind of axe murderer or whatever, not right? But no, it's just the local reporter from the Gamble Gazette. He came by, he picked up the axe because he, he thought he was like somebody broke in here and he might have to defend himself. So he kind of, he, our group befriended him and they're kind of following him. They're exploring the mansion. And then I did one of those things where they have, um, dynamic lighting so but they can't see behind them right and as they're exploring different rooms they left their reporter by himself and in the manual it says oh by the way this reporter is just used as like additional tension builder because what you can do is like he tells them it tells you in the manual you can sacrifice this dude to the to the thing that's living in the walls to to up the tension level and i did it so perfectly where i was like no i just like where the hell's the reporter? I was like, you turn back and you, all you see is the camera on the floor. Is <laughs> like, uh, or no, he didn't. And like, he didn't even know what is what. All he does is he look. He looked around and I left like a, a to, like a question mark token. So it's like a you know item of interest on the ground. He's like, oh no no, I don't like this. What the fuck is that? He's getting scared and I was like, what? It's just a, you know it's a token of you know it's an interest point. And he's just like, what is it? He's like. It's it's like oh 
I was like, oh, it's a camera. And he's like, well, what do you mean it's a camera? The camera. It looks like the one that the reporter was holding. He's like, oh, okay. He tries to pick it up, right? And he's looking around at it. And then he just, you just hear a, um, I was like, as you're looking at it, you see a water droplet fall from the ceiling. He's like, and then there's the thing above him that's slowly eating the reporter. The reporter's dead, and he's just like slowly digesting him. And he's yeah. like, "Oh shit, you're right." They're they're just run, they're just booking it like down the stairs. Um, sadly, the way that ended was, I think, oh no, yeah, Mark was in that game. Mark sacrificed himself in a weird quasi thing where they had all the salt, and Mark just ran into he like ran into the thing's embrace with all the salt, and he killed it by like letting it eat him. What the. Yeah, so you can see how it gets kind of crazy as far as, like, the different, um, the endings it can take. Because I didn't expect him to go, like, full-on, like, suicide bomber on that thing. What are you doing? (laughs) Who is that? Uh, it's it's the owner of Michi's Toy Box here to pick up an order. Oh, Hold on one second. How's it going? Okay. Special guest. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I love you. <laughs> so um yeah, so I think um definitely I think this was one of the ones I was thinking like I had a choice between two scenarios to do tonight. One of them was like super straightforward, and I feel like I was like, that feels like it's gonna be a little boring. And I was like, well, we can go with a little bit more, slightly more advanced version. And I was like, yeah, Alexa, Alexa would like that. And I was like, come to realize, like, oh, my God, if we did not skip all that filler, we would have been here, like, for another right. couple hours. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely in the game, I'm going to try. Now that I have your feedback that it's running a little slow, I think now I have to put in, I have to do, I have to add some stuff in to kind of increase the level of, like, exposition and stuff inside of the game inside of your anniversary game that or are you going to have to make it like a um a three or four hour special wow i don't know how many people are going to sit through that though i mean you invite certain people like from our workplace i know mark them mark them used to we used to do like i think we started at like 6 37 o'clock and we went to like about 10 okay so for them, like, a four-hour session is nothing. Also, since Mark, like, I think when he joined up with us doing RPGs, that was at least one year, full year of, like, Thursday sessions of, like, that were, like, three to four-hour sessions. Yeah. So, 
but that's like a long campaign. This one, I think they said for this one, we just tried to we tried to do that one was going to be like a one to two session kind of game, so it can be hammered out fairly quickly. But I think like the good thing is, is if we're doing it in this format, it's better. It's more Cthulhu or like HP Lovecraft esque if it's just me and you because that's usually how you know most of these stories is one person trying to investigate by themselves. And that's why I kind of if you looked at your character sheet, it was kind of like you're okay at everything but not really great at anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like trying to like balance out your character sheet. Where it's like okay, well she'll need these. She doesn't really need these, but then you're gonna be okay at pretty much everything just in case you do something crazy. That's one of the things that, like, for player characters is trying to figure out, or for game masters is trying to figure out what your character, what your players are going to actually try and do. Because I've had people do crazy, crazy stuff. Like I told you, the rock lobotomies was one of them. Um, doing all kind of manner of dumb shit, like trying to, like, do some world or game-breaking mechanics, like that kind of thing. So um, I hope Hopefully, well, I will try and get the your anniversary one a little bit more squared away, hopefully. Or that, or we could just do it for the anniversary thing if you want. We could do a board game instead that's a little bit more straightforward. I think after doing it this way, I'd, I'd probably prefer to do it in person. The board games? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Some, somehow, it's something of in person. Yeah, we can probably do something. Well, we got to figure out where, like, definitely we can do it. We'd have to free, we'd have to figure out where to do it. And then, um, yeah, see, um, yeah, I mean, I have the space to do it. Like, if you guys want to come down and do it, like, we have the space to run everything here. Electricity, water, like, basically, if, if the office is pretty, is there's enough space in order to house me and you. Plus, if you wanted to add different people for your anniversary event, we could house all of them here. And we have an abundance of board games. I don't know if you've ever seen. Like, I have like a like a five, four or five tier shelf with just board games. Um, but yeah, um, I hope it, this doesn't discourage you from playing tabletop RPGs. I feel I hope that one day you'll you know. Open your vistas to new horizons. Um, not only horror-based ones. There's a there's like I said before. There's a lot of different RPGs that'll meet your fancy, depending we'll on what you're looking for. We'll see after we do this one for the anniversary. We'll see how it goes after. Well, uh, okay. So, yeah, I think if you want something a little bit more straightforward and something that I'm not narrating, and then I'm just I'm also participating as a player. There is the Mansions of Madness board game, which um, Erica does enjoy playing. That one, although this one will take a little longer, but it does have an interactive app and everything. So it's less of me doing all this back and forth work and just mostly us doing rolling and whatnot. So that might be something better to take into account. And then that one, it's the way the board game works is that um, you reveal rooms as you enter rooms and you build out the map as needed, depending on where you go. And I think that one, Erica and me wanted to finish a game from it. We never got to finish it because if she ever told you the story about it was during, I feel like it, it was a game. No, it was a Christmas. It was our Christmas party. That was in 2020, 2020's Christmas party. We were, were like about to start. We were starting the game. We did all the whole exposition part. And then basically what ended up happening was 
they're like, ooh, chocolate. And then it's just all the guys started eating chocolate. And we're like, oh, yeah, I guess we're not playing this game because everybody's so enamored with freaking chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So we still have a, we still have a, one of the games we'd like to play from that one. So, but I do have a lot more. Um, I have Unfathomable, which is, I think that's three to five players. Um, Fireball Island. I have like a bunch of games. Um, actually, well, hold on. Let's see. I actually go maybe when I go on vacation I'll probably come down your shop then and yeah see that that entire like shelf is just board games okay yeah yeah, um yeah talking points or quick talking points about that we can probably hammer out whatever the remainder is for your summer you want to cut now uh we can keep going it's up to you Uh, what? Uh, so, trying to remember what the talking points were for the la- for the ones we were discussing for this past one. It uh, was. I think we're. I know I something about job hunting. I don't know if you want to talk about oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, job hunting sucks, for at least yeah. for me, because I I consistently just lowball myself. I feel like. I feel like when if the only way that they're gonna really look at you seriously is if you try and lowball it, which is like for me, I don't I know how to lowball, but I don't know how to like actually present myself with an acceptable like pay pay like hourly pay. Yeah. So I think the last one I applied for, I already said told them I could start working at fifteen an hour, which right now is not like if, with everything going on right now, it's like you would think. Oh, you know, that's easy. You know, that's that's kind of dirt cheap. You are is like some of you are probably listening. You're like, that's a little too cheap. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. how things go when the pay rates go up. Yeah. Well, it'll be this month, right? Or next month, sometime around there, I think, right? Yeah, soon, though. Yeah, so. I think around the time we get our. Um, our assessments. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Job hunting also it dep- depends. What? How do you go about it? I go about it. I use LinkedIn. Um, for me, I normally I did use that one that website, that one that one website. It was somebody that actually contacted me through there for a clothing store. Other than that, I normally just like went in person and I applied on like paper. Um, mm. paper. Is a sign that the times are changing considering how many of us are just like, you yeah. have to tell how many people at our workplace, like, you got to go online, man, and go do that application. You can't yeah, use those with paper. Or when we had paper. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I remember when I had to apply it all on paper where you had to, like, write everything in. But now it's like, oh, no, you have to, like, you just apply online. Yeah. I kind of hate how certain places have automated things that do it. And it's like, sometimes it doesn't, it, the cons of having, not having an actual person do the interview or like the looking at your job application is that the robot, there's no meet middle ground. They kind of like, it's either you pass or you fail. There's no like, ah, oh, maybe you should review it a little bit more. It's more like just pass and fail. That's what I don't like about um, the way um, the interview process or the, certain job application things do i do however like that certain ones like especially where we were employed the test you have to take before you even your application gets accepted is a like rudimentary like psych evaluation yeah so as i'm making sure you're weeding out like the the crazies you're not getting anybody crazy but 
Has it really stopped anybody in our workplace? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 just, it just, I'd be on a break of that <laughs> that I should not name of. Yeah, well, people are crazy. Just does uh, we get we get rid of the low tier crazy. We only we only accept high tier crazy. You're either crazy or you're not. <laughs> Being <a> psycho. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy like definitely um i got in contact with our old boss mm. from our, our store uh, and you know telling him i you know i could use the um the what is it called um could use that letter of recommendation now now that you are in that position now um he told me <laughs> i was telling him you know it sucks right now i don't know like i'm checking out some other jobs and he's like oh okay i'll make sure i get you that letter of recommendation soon and He's like, oh, you know, I just didn't want you to leave while when I was there, but now that I'm not there, you can leave. Oh, really? He said that? He's like, really, really? Like, you just know, I think that's why. Like, when um, I told him I was thinking, I was looking at other job prospects, and I told him straight out, it wasn't him. You know, you're a good manager, but like, I needed to see what else was out there. Like, something that I, I like doing, which is like office work. So it's like, okay, well, you know. Let me know what they offer you, and then you know I'll see if I can, you know I'll see if I can match what they're what they're asking. It's like okay, well that's good, yeah. but now it's like uh no now maybe <laughs> like I don't know if it was you or it might have been James that was telling me that at Target their um starting pay is like nineteen now or something. Well no that was me because James yeah like James didn't know that I'm like yeah dude like. Target's pay is kind of high, but I feel like you have to put up with a lot of crap. Yeah. It's not like, you know, where we are. It's like, it's okay. It's over there from what I've seen. Like, like. Because I know they do like online orders too that they have to deal with. Yeah. Well, my partner used to work there. She did most of the um, the online ordering part. So she'd be like, she gets an order. She go picks it. She picks it. And before, I think they said that they didn't need to do CS. They didn't need to do customer service because mm. they were they wore a different uniform than the rest of the, sh- the. So they had the red shirts and then they had the black shirts, which are like the ones that you just pick the online orders. And they basically, if you had any customer service questions that got asked to you, you directed them to a red shirt. But now, co- apparently, they said that they the red the black shirts also have to do customer service now. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it makes them less efficient. That's just me. I just think it makes them less efficient. I think for the $19, they probably should do a little bit of extra. If the person comes up to you and asks you, of course, then I would say do it. But, but you know, you know, you know us, though, given our line of work, you want to be that person like, oh, I can't help you. But, you know, that gentleman over there or that's that ma'am over there can help you. You sometimes you just want to like person that's trying to get 100 percent. Oh, yeah, I only got one review okay don't go crazy yeah you're still trying to get that 100 percent compared to that one other person that we looked at that didn't that didn't get nothing i got a, I said sorry i got dug at okay I, I got dug at on this it was a personal thing it was a mission and i succeeded watch those i had pride coming before the fall watch this week i'm just gonna tank my scores <laughs> it's just gonna go downhill from here yeah Again, uh, if it goes straight to zero, I'm just going to cry. I swear to God, I'm going to cry. 
There's been weeks where it's like that nobody takes a survey. That's why I have a zero. Yeah. And it's like, it's not my fault. Everybody thought I was fine. <laughs> I promise. But yeah, like, see, like, now, now I, I, I'm happy because my name is on the board. I kind of wish I could take a picture of it because <laughs> be like, yeah, my five seconds of fame. Then it's gone. <laughs> I already know next week it's probably going to call off the board. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's Even as try, try as that hard, I'm, I try as hard as I might, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to make another hundo this week. Can't please everyone. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I can. I can dig at James at least for his like. Oh, see, you you got to up your scores, man. My CS is 100. You got to be at a, at least 120. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, job hunting right now. I got an email to a. I got to email a bunch of people too about like, yeah, I can do it. I'm gotta ask for. I I did my um. I did one of the interviews this morning. So they said they'd get back to me either today or tomorrow with an actual like um. Answer. Yeah, an, an actual answer as to like, oh, this is like what you're we're looking for or. Hey, we're gonna set up. They they sounded like they were gonna set up an interview. My only issue is that in order for me to do this position would require me to basically I'd have to get up earlier in the morning because like I start I'd have to start at like seven eight o'clock in the morning, but I'd have to bust it to IAEA and then I'd have to like my walk it'd be a thirty minute walk wow. down into like the Halava Valley area. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, now I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe I should save up for that electric bike I said I was going to buy. <laughs> that I, way. I thought you bought a scooter, right? Didn't you buy one from Vanjie? I, I didn't buy a scooter, but I, I, Vanjie gave me one. But, like, if you haven't been hearing recently, it's because those hires are so worn out on it, I can't ride it anymore. It's actually sitting oh. in the store right now because I can't use it. Right. So I have to wait until um, I can get the proper receipts and stuff and then get it sent back to um, the manufacturer so that they can replace it and not charge me $150 to replace the freaking tires on this thing, which is stupid. That's a lot. Yeah, because if I have the receipt, then everything's included and I don't need to pay anything. But if yeah. I don't have the receipt, it's $150 because I, I have to ship it back to them on the mainland. They repair the tires and ship it back here. Which is so what dumb. Happened again. What'd you do? Did it stop recording? Frozen. It's it frozen. I'm frozen? <laughs> Working fine on my side. What'd you do? You want me to switch? You want me to try turn off and turn on my camera? It's frozen. Still frozen? Uh, a little bit. So how old is that computer of yours, Alexa? I just got it. Yeah, it seems to be doing you so well. Very good use of money. It's probably you, because my Wi-Fi, my connection is good. Not my fault. My Wi-Fi is good, too. It makes it sound like it's my fucking phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, well, fine. The- <laughs> Your picture is frozen. I I can hear you though. 
Oh no, that's not gonna play well. <laughs> oh, they, don't, they don't need to see me flapping my jaws. All they need to hear is me flapping my jaws. Okay, so okay, so job hunting. What else do we have on the docket? So we can shotgun this real quick. Um. Um, oh. I don't know. If, uh, writing like. resumes and um, cover letters suck. I hate doing those. Those are such a pain. You actually write a res uh, cover letter? I had to write one for a recent um, application. Oh. But it's like, oh, uh, it's like a cover letter is a good way to talk to them. I was like, no, I want an interview. That's why I don't you send a clip. I don't send a cover letter. I usually just do the resume and then. No, it's like, well, certain ones, they're like, well, this one, and he had to, it required a cover letter, so I'm like, oh. Oh, I don't even know I, how to do one. Uh, I didn't need, I didn't know how to do one either. I had to, like, literally spend a whole day, like, reading up on how to, I, I used to know how to do a cover letter. Yeah. Back in college, but I forgot how to do it, because not all jobs require a cover letter. I feel like more right. often than not, they just want a resume, and then they'll, they'll hear you when you do an interview. Yeah. The good thing that's come out of the recent pandemic is that most of the interviews now are over the phone first, which is nice, which I enjoy, which means I don't need to get up at the butt crack of dawn. I could literally, if I wanted to, I could do the interviews in my underwear if I really wanted to. I actually would prefer to do an in-person interview so that yeah. we can like, we can like vibe check each other or whatever. It's true. The but I feel like more phone could be different. Versus when you actually meet them in person. That's true. I feel like more, like more, when people try and like, when I do interviews, I feel like it's more me talking, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Because like, they'll ask me like one thing and I just keep going, I shot, I keep sh like saying stuff and I'm just like, is that a good thing? I feel like I might, I'm just worried I'm overloading them with too much info. I guess just don't talk too much, no more than five minutes, maybe. <laughs> trying to, I mean like. Or keep it five minutes or less. Yeah, well, I'm trying. I think I'm. We're gonna do the next one. Hopefully, if they give me an in email back soon, and schedule an. Uh, I'm supposed to schedule an in-person interview, which I think. Hopefully, if I I'll schedule for one of the days I'm not working on our side, and then yeah. I gotta make my way down. Oh, it's gonna be such a pain though. Like I have to go all the way down. Actually, you know what? You know what I could do? I could technically what I it's more pain in the butt, but what I could do is I could just go walk down, rent a beaky bike, <laughs> take the beaky bike on the bus with me to that side, use the beaky bike to go down to work, lock it up at work, <laughs> then when I leave, take the beaky bike with me to ride it back up towards the towards the bus, take it back on the bus, get off near the near the you're near the the dock and dock it and then walk home from the dock that's so far that seems like traveling so far i know but it's like i uh i need like i would like to i think for this job I'm de if i get this other one as an office assistant, it's nice it's a monday through friday like a nine to five job so it's nice but the problem is that i need to get like a some kind of a you know some kind of either a car which i'm not gonna buy anytime soon i'm not gonna have a license yet or i'm gonna have to get an electric bike and i'm just gonna have to use that for like this i've been i've been wanting to get one just because yeah it's a lot easier 
Yeah, there's one I want, but the problem is that I think it's like close to two thousand. I think. Yeah. But the range is pretty far. It's like twenty-five to forty-five miles on the battery at full tilt. Does it have to be electric bike? Just get a one of those tiny bikes that you that folds. They have those as well, but I think right now, like the way how mountainous that area is, if going into Halava Valley, it's such a pain. So I feel like if that's the case, then an electric bike would be easier, just because it'll assist me with the hill climb part when I have to leave when I'm leaving work and you're going up the hill. It'll it'll assist with the hill climb part. Yeah, but then you gotta charge the battery on it, and then if you charge it all the time, it's like isn't it? Gonna, it's gonna like die over time or not be good over time. And then yeah, gotta... I mean it is, but then the good thing about the way the electric bike is, at least this one, the battery is a separate component. So if the battery fails, I can actually just order a, a replacement battery and slot it back in. Hmm. So that's the thing. I think that's why it's probably two thousand dollars for this electrical bike. Is it? Is that it has that ability to you know easily swap out the batteries and it's not like oh i'm gonna have to take my bike in for like a week and i'm gonna have to walk it yeah because i think that's the main problem with this one i really want this because I, I think what i said it's good exercise either way you do it this is true but not to the point where like i pass out on the bike though <laughs> Yeah, have you ever, have you, yeah, have you ever gone, like, up a very steep hill on a bike? It sucks. Yeah, I have. Oh, well, I walked up a steep hill. I'm pretty sure it's just as worse as riding a bike up a steep hill. Yeah, you have, you ever, have you ever heard of granny gear? Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you'd have to put it in granny gear. If there's, like, if there's nothing, it'd be a neutral gear. It would be the lowest one. Yeah, at least going down is going to be fun. Yeah, but from what I was told, it's like the the road goes up and down and up and down, so it's like crap. Like I'm gonna need something to assist with the up parts of that hill. Yeah. The down would be easier, but um, they also said like it's gonna be hot though when I leave work because it's right around that time. It's like four or five o'clock ish if I get it. So. Oh, uh, in the evening. Or four, yeah, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. So it's like it's gonna be a pain. It's gonna be hot because it's there's there might not be wind in the valley. It's like yeah. uh. <laughs> but I, don't, I, w- I would like this job if not i hopefully i get the other ones that are closer to closer to home because i feel like those would be better paying or yeah. they'd be around the same pay rate i guess um the interviewer though the one that was interviewing me this morning was like from oregon i think so it's part of the parent company and then he's gonna send he's sending my credentials down to like the actual um local offices review and then they'll they'll make an assessment from there so I would love to do that just because I feel like um, this is more of what I want to do. I want to be at a desk, do clerical work and stuff, because that's what I initially did most of the time. Mm. What about you, Alexa? Ever thought about moving beyond our current borders? No. No? You, you, enjoy, you enjoy our customer base that constantly annoy you every single waking moment? Sometimes it depends on who it is and what you're annoying me about. That's no, why I say, I'm, that's I say why customer base, not, not us. No, yeah, that's the customers. <laughs> I'm turning into a person that we shall not say his name shall, on. Shall not say his name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is this, is, this a, is this a certain person that like is only in one part of the store? He never ventures far from that one part of the store? No, pretty uh, much. 
trees on one part of the store. He was <laughs> he I the other day there was this guy stealing and Pam, you know, approached him and tried to get the item back, blah blah blah. And that other person was like pissed off about oh. it. I think I know who you're. Are you talking about him? No, I thought you were talking about the. I thought you were talking about the the other one, the one that's the one that sits in a certain area. He who uh, he who should not be named, who is not who possibly was part of a department at one point. Oh, you're talking about him. Yeah, the one that we had a convo with on Saturday. Okay, which was <laughs> that was a very interesting conversation though with him. That's. <laughs> I vowed myself I'd never turn into that. If I turned into that person, I uh, told my girlfriend to take me out back and shoot me. <laughs> I see why nobody likes him. Yep. Why the other person, the boy cashier, gets so irritated with him. <laughs> yep. He's... Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh. It's like taxing on the mind. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, um, like, I think, well, I'm pretty sure you're, you're like, this is as far as you go, right? This is the end of the line. Pretty much, yeah. You know, you know, you don't want to be upper management. You really don't want to be in Ryan or Giselle's, like, position. No ways, Matt. I'll probably get gray hairs before I even turn 50. You'll look like, you'll look like Dana. Yeah, like, I'll full on look like Dana. I'll full-on hair. And I feel this. like he, he grew more gray hairs when he, become, he became like a uh, was a, an SM. I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. I'll probably be so stressed out. My, I'm going to be even more skinnier. <laughs> You'd be like a ghost. Yeah. You're like, you're like you got, you're super skinny as is now. You, I can't imagine anything more. You I'm look not, like a... Way less than, I'll weigh less than Kim. We'll like, it, you look like a victim of a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I want I want to do more stuff, but I feel like it's going to take a while. I want to do office work. That's why I'm kind of, like, thinking about moving in a different direction. It's just the whole dynamic, I feel like, is kind of off right now at, um, at our store. It's I, a very, a very yeah. odd feeling. Different compared to... Who was there before, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Um, what What is our next talking about besides the resume part? Um, I put down the crimes in Hawaii. Um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot more, like, like what's it called? More violence. There's more, like, I feel it's, it's weird. Like, even now, like, certain parts of Hawaii seem safer than they should be. And the parts that are supposed to be safe are not anymore. Yeah. So I think it's just, it's a multitude of issues. One of them being, I think one of them is say, yeah, they have to address that. There's more people that have mental illness in Hawaii. That's one of the things in dealing with those people. But it's also like the people like certain, like my, my parents put it into perspective where it's like, it's not always just about like, you know, there's not enough homes and it's the homeless people. It is a homeless population, but it's not just like they're homeless by not by choice. Some of them yeah. just don't want to follow the rules. So hence the reason they are homeless. Hence the reason that they come in and shoplift too. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, um, 
See, Chris, I don't know. Like, Chris, like, seems to, like, he, sometimes I've seen, it confuses me sometimes with him. Because he's, like, sometimes it's, like, he knows the good shoplifters. I know there's not such thing as a good shoplifter, but, like, the ones that are doing it just to survive versus the ones that you know are just doing it to resell or doing it for no other purpose other than the fact that they can. It's, like, it's just, like, he, 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 he is, what is it called? He's both monk and assassin at the same time. Like he's both compassionate and also ruthless. They get but, pretty crazy with him though. Huh? So they get pretty crazy with him though. Oh yeah, like I think sometimes I wonder if he's just doing that just so that they give you like they'll swing at him and that'll give him an excuse. Yeah, but but I obviously no better than that though. Remember, kids, don't do this at home. <laughs> Violence is not the answer. Until it is the answer. <laughs> not when you're on the clock. Uh, we are not condoning violence, but obviously, yes, it has been very getting very crazy here in Hawaii. Um, uh, I just wish, you know, I think it has to do with just the way people are being brought up nowadays. It's like, I feel like the more, we are losing more, more and more people to like, because their parents are not teaching them the right, you know, right and wrong. That's why we are getting into like more crimes and stuff nowadays. Yeah, or they're just maybe not disciplining them good enough. I mean, they're doing it, and then they're just not like. I mean, my mom and dad when they they would discipline like it wasn't like you know spankings or anything, but like my my mom my my dad and mom's favorite technique my mom's favorite was psychological warfare because you just yell at me and it would just degrade me down to the point where it's like. I'll step back in line. My dad was a little bit more old fashioned in the sense of his discipline. His thing was more like, um, he did, I think he did spank me a a few times, but it wasn't like, if anything, I feel like he yelled more off. He tried, he resisted the urge to try and hit me as a, as a kid. And I'm not condoning violence against children. I'm just saying sometimes they need a good spanking. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, one of the things he used to do was, um, he'd pull my ear. Mm. That was kind of like, that definitely like, is like, compared to what he got as a kid from like, you know, his parents, that's definitely more of like, I, I, I think of my dad more like, you know, he's being very like reserved and not like trying to like immediately, you know, trying not to immediately beat my ass to a pulp for doing something stupid. So I think more discipline needs to be taught, but I feel like also it's the, for me, the way I got it was like, it would be the disciplining. And then obviously, you know, when you're a kid, you cry after you get like spanked or discipline or everything. And then my dad would actually be the one where he'd come in and then he'd also, you know, he'd be like calming me down. Like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry I did this, but you need to understand, you know, this is this, you know, he'd explain it and kind of guide me back onto what I can do you know, to correct that issue, which is, I think that most, that might not, that would also be, I mean, that's, that leads back into the, um, our conversation from the Saturday. It's the, you do the initial part, but you have to do the follow-up. The follow-up is where. Oh yeah. What you're, what you're telling that person. Yeah. So it's the follow-up. The follow-up needs to happen. If you're going to go full tilt on the front, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta follow up on it with the, the compassionate part. That's how you help somebody grow as a person. 
Because you can't just beat somebody. If you just beat somebody, then they don't understand why you're beating them. They just well, understand you're angry. Unless they know why they get in, why they're getting it, then maybe there's no need for explanation. It is true. I mean, but at the same time, though, like you got to think of it as like I'm not saying the other person we we're talking about was a kid, is a kid, yeah. but you know, in that sense, it's always as far as I've been told, it's the like. The scolding or the lecture or the beating and then the follow-up. The follow-up is what brings them back. It's like, you can do better than this. It brings you back to, like, it makes you learn from it instead of just, you know, focusing on it as a bad memory. Like, oh, I got beat as a kid. Like, no, it's not. It's like, I got disciplined as a kid because I did dumb shit. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's why I think, like, the follow-up is what needs to happen. Like, especially if I ever have kids, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to do the beat. Or the yelling and then the, you know, the follow-up. That's how you do it. That's at least from my perspective. It, the follow-up is, is the key. That's how you have them grow as a person. That's how and you teach them right from wrong. Become this adult that's really sensitive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm just trying You're to like be nice. Happy. I don't like pissing anybody off. Unless I'm intentionally trying to do it. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, so worried about like, people. <laughs> I, I I don't worry about certain people, including the person we had a convo with on Saturday. I don't give a fuck, but is that's what I'm saying? Like, it's it's how you grow as is yeah. how you grow into a person that you know that your father would be proud of. I think my dad only told me once that he was proud of me. I think that was during graduation because I think most of the other times, like he was. I give it, it I feel like it was kind of like the thing I don't know if your dad ever did that where it's like he never told you it because it should have been a given it was it didn't need to be told he didn't have to tell it to me but I knew he is I know that he is though for, uh, for like proud of you or that kind of thing yeah, yeah. I mean my yeah. dad my dad he's not very talkative not, yeah I mean that's not a bad thing he's that's just how he was brought up on with his parents they weren't very I'm assuming they weren't very vocal or maybe very comforting or, you know, whatever, but. I think, well, I think families, depending on what year you were born in, it's the mannerisms of that era. Cause I feel like now people look down on the parents of now cause they're like, you're being overtly like sensitive towards your kids. It's like, well, I mean, trying not to repeat exactly what your parents went through and then what you're going to put your kids through and then what you're, it's, you know, it's, it's cycles. You don't want to do that. So, like, I think with my dad, I think definitely his house, like, I think it was a certain house, but definitely I think his parents probably, you know, come from Filipino background. I think my dad was just like, he didn't tell me it often, but he told me when it mattered that he was proud. But it's kind of like a given thing. You only realize it later in life that, like, oh, they were proud of you, even though they didn't say anything. But I feel like at the time when you when you're looking for it, it needs to be said. That's the only thing. Because <laughs> I think for me, it was looking for that acceptance, but it never came. Yeah. <laughs> until like the until I graduated high school. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like I could have done better. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> if you had a chance to go back to high school, I would have beat the shit. As like you better be getting more. Um, but yeah, so, uh, 
yeah, crimes, I think, in Hawaii partially has to do with upbringing, partially has to do with all the other shenaniganry that we have to deal with as a an island nation. There's no place to house these people, like, or some of them just don't want help. That's that's what kind of yeah. worries me. So it's just they just don't want help. There's Which, um, I've seen a lot. Um, I don't know if you follow this group on Facebook, the Stolen Stuff Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, I, I follow them. I do see occasional posts about certain things. There is one that somebody posted that somebody broke into a retail store at in Eva Beach. I, it's not a company that we work for, but it's a company of the opposite of what we work at. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I guess um, one of those stores in Eva Beach got broken into where they smashed the door window, and it was like a um, smash and grab um, type of situation. Mm-hmm. And it's it's um, it's not the first time that I've heard of it because my husband works at this particular place. So you know how when you work at a particular company, it gets around to each store. Yeah. Of course, to make sure so that each store knows the precautions to take and whatever. Yeah. So like, it's not the first time that that store happened in Eva Beach. I that I know of, it's happened at like two other locations, including the store that my husband works at. Mm. And it's yeah, one of those smash and grab type of things. And it seems like some of the um, it seems like the things that they're taking is like cigarettes. Yeah. Really, that's it? Just cigarettes? Yeah. So not every single one of it is taking cigarettes, but like I know one. Area, one store that they broke into a particular area, they took cigarettes. So it's like, I don't know if it's from the same group that's doing it, but each time they break into that particular store, they're taking, I guess, something different. And one of it happened to be like a bunch of cigarettes. Mm. That sounds really like strange because like a, a sister store of the one that we work for that is located in closer to downtown area um, I went there recently and I realized their, their sliding doors, actually one of them had like a, uh, just a piece of plywood screwed over it. So I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. it looked like, I think somebody just threw something through it. Oh, it could, yeah. It could, it could have been a shoplifter. It could have been a smashing guy. I don't know. All I know is that it's just, things are escalating here. It's like, I don't know why, like. Now I think just with every with the pandemic, every, like they're all getting really brazen with like stealing shit, and that shouldn't be like the case. They, if anything, they need um, even if we're overpopulated in the prisons, you got to do something like to deter people from doing it. Um, I'm not saying go stir crazy like uh, like Singapore where they chop off your hand or something like that for thievery. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta get to a certain point where it's like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's like I don't care if you have to like ship them to like a prison on the mainland. I don't know, do something else. Something that's like, not gonna make them want to do it again. Prison island. <laughs> prison. That's like, like making, yeah. People make people. an artificial island and just throw everybody in there. And then, or do it like survive, uh, Hunger Games style or something like that. I don't know. Why they have nothing to steal from each other except for food. You remember that movie, like, uh, do you ever remember the movie franchise Death Race? No, I've never heard of that. 
Uh, prison convicts are forced into this into this reality show version called Death Race, where they race and they try they murder other inmates. Mm. You should totally watch it. It's it all the, well. I haven't watched the original classic. The classic is kind of aged not too well. There is the one with Jason Statham in it called Death Race. I think that's 2008. Oh, okay. That oh. one's pretty good. I, uh, me, yeah, you're, you're, you're basically like, that movie was trash. I personally liked it, okay? Thank guys. Anything with that guy, it's usually pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. So Death Race, I, it's, you should do, we should do something like that. But then at that point, I feel like we've become to the point where it's like human life does not matter no more if we're doing it that way. The Purge. Purge forever. Oh, God. I don't want to do The Purge. <laughs> I'd probably die the first Purge if that was a thing. I'd probably die very easily. You know where to find me. <laughs> I would have yeah. died. Like, I'll take the whole week off and not go anywhere. <laughs> no, is it only, like, 24 hours of technically The Purge? I think they... It's not 24 hours. I think they made it for, like, 10 or 12 hours or something like that yeah so it's like you just gotta find some place to hunker down and stay away from all the crazy people yeah or do you the first one i think where they had an actual thing where their house had a lockdown system right mm-hmm. where just it, all the shutters came down and it locked you out from the outside yeah yeah, yeah HBO max which one hbo max do you have that yes i do Okay, so there's one that me and my husband watched recently on, on there. It's called The Purge Forever. It's actually pretty good, that one. I don't know. I'm not good when it comes to horror movies. Like, It's not that bad. It's not that horror or scary. <laughs> oh, no, I just realized, you know what you should do? If, you like horror, if, you, if you're into that kind of stuff, you should totally buy or at least do it um i don't know how you do that though on your podcast you could probably just turn it into like a twitch channel at that point should you play resident evil <laughs> no because you I, like zombies I, I didn't even get to watch that new movie that they came out with yet don't watch it it's not good it's trash it's it's total shit I was like so forward to looking to the, looking to watch that I, I took i took our mutual friend to it and then, and then he hated it <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> he didn't really say much. I had to apologize profusely because I dragged him to go watch it with me and Michelle. I was like, that was completed other ass. Okay, well, I'm still going to try and find out where I can watch it. And go, watch watch, it. go watch the Mila Djokovic ones. Don't watch that one. We watch the Wait, other ones. The ones with her, for sure. But I still want to watch that other one. <laughs> it's not a good adaptation of the games. And it'll deter you from playing the games. I don't even play the games anyways. Playing the games are fun. You like you like almost like shitting yourself half the time because you don't. <laughs> if you've ever if you since you haven't played the games, they're 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 not only just zombie survival, but it's also item management because you only have a finite amount of bullets, so you can't kill all the zombies. So you always develop techniques where it's like I'll pop him in the leg and I'll run past him. Yeah. I tried to get into a room, but the problem is also like the um in the newer one, Resident Evil, like the remakes, or like Resident Evil 2 remake. There's Resident Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, they have it where the zombies can follow you if you make different noises in the police station. Also, the big bad also follows you around. He'll trace where the sound's coming from and he'll go over to that side of the um try watch a few videos of our of Resident Evil 2 remake. Like that one is scary as hell, like 
especially when Mr. X shows up. He's like this big, big guy in like a trench coat. His trench coat's armored and he just punches you. Yeah. And he can kill you. Yeah. If you ever watch the videos for that, he's he's scary. Like, I didn't know this. I thought it was going to be a scripted event playing the first game. And I, I didn't realize that he can hear you if you run or if you're injured. You make, you know, very sloppy sounds. Like, you're just trying to get away and he'll track you through. He'll, he'll stalk you through the police station. And it's like you're trying to hide, and I was hiding in the armory, and there's no way out of the armory. There's only, like, one door that goes in and out, and there's, like, a row of, like, lockers. And I was like, please don't come here. Please come here. And I thought the AI was dumb, right? It's, like, going to see a door, and it's like, oh, you know, I don't see through the door, right? He looked through the door directly at my character, and he opened the door and came in. I was like, oh! This <laughs> like, screaming like a little girl, like, ah! to get away from him yeah i have to restart my game afterwards and i had to like take a five minute break to like readjust myself to get myself re- ready to go back into the game um but yeah uh going back on the the topic i think definitely crime should not be this heavy in hawaii we're paradise place we're supposed to be about caring about one another but apparently not according to current crime statistics we just don't give them no more there was a thing i saw i keep seeing the news and a few people talked about it at work too where um i don't know if it got passed it or not but they're trying to pass this law or thing where um certain crimes that you do um you won't have like the option of a bail bond you won't have the option of a bail bond. So, like, the yeah. certain crimes would be, like, you have to go straight to jail or you just wouldn't have. So, like, if you, I guess, like, if you commit a cr- certain crime, let's say, like, um, shoplifting. Yeah. You know, like, there's a certain amount that the person has to steal for the cops to be called. So, let's say somebody steals, like, $700 worth of things and you call the cops and they get thrown to jail. Yeah. And then they get released the next day. So there won't be like um. There won't be a bail set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Whatever the crime is, you won't have a bail set at whatever the amount is. There, it just won't be existed. No, so, that shouldn't pass. So That's you go dumb. to jail and then you get released that same day or maybe the next day or something. That's dumb. That sounds absolutely pants on head, pencils up nose, stupid. There was a thing that my husband sent me that I guess he saw. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, Hawaii State just passed a bill, reformed bill, on the floor that will allow for misdemeanors and Class C felonies to be released without bail. So, Class oh. yeah, Class C means that they can steal anywhere from 750, 750 up to 20,000 can commit harassment by stalking, criminal property damage, and more. They are replicating what is happening on the mainland and are now putting our communities in a perfect storm of vulnerability. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, it's like, well, that's the problem is like, I kind of question, okay, so is it just, are we just allowing, like, when, when did we allow, like, basically criminals to take the advantage i mean i would say at this point it doesn't it seems like it's getting just as bad as if you've ever been if ever heard of the um there's a reason why it was called the roaring 20s was because crime was very rampant in america 
as before the standardization of police forces and, and uh, government agencies like the FBI, um, you know, Department of External Affairs, all that other like, you know, the other, other government, you know, um, agencies that were formed to basically combat, you know, the 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 rise in crime. Yeah. Just like I understand in, in you know, in the mainland, just because there's a lot more stuff going on. But in Hawaii, there's not really we're stuck with the same people. The same guy's going to rob the same freaking store. How many times, no matter how many times you try and you arrest him. Yeah. It's not going to change him. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying we go crazy like, you know, the Philippines, where we just shoot people. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes not condoning violent kids. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, just they just don't want to learn. A person needs a good looking. It's true. Like, I feel like, can, can that be a thing? Can we just agree that, like, if you steal up to, like, $200 worth of stuff, you deserve a licking? Or even $100, because there's a decent amount of stuff you can get from the store. That's 100 Yeah, that's true. And you don't even have to get well, I feel I feel like dirty lickings though. Okay, how about this? You if you steal over a hundred dollars, it's a lickings. If you get steal over two hundred dollars, it's dirty lickings. That's where like they beat you, they beat you for another thirty seconds. Yeah. You get re- regular lickings, but you get dirty lickings afterwards. Yeah. But like ah oh, like why this is this is not helping. This is making the situation worse. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be on a case by case. It can't be just like, oh, everything is like, you know, you you don't you don't have to get you don't you don't get there's no bail. No, it has to be case by case. Cause I I can I can I can sympathize with the guy that, you know, he had weed on him. It was a bad decision, that kind of thing. Versus the guy that is shoplifted at this local convenience store for the umpteenth time already at this point. So it's like. Obviously, why would you put that person back out into the public? Yeah, if it's like the dude that like, oh, I got caught doing something stupid. It was a first time thing. He, you know, he seems, you know, obviously he's not a bad person. Then, yeah, I can see that happening. But not like the guy that's like keeps stealing from the same freaking place. How many freaking times? Or, you know, this guy smoked meth like and he's stealing to feed his addiction like somebody that chris can recognize then obviously he's done it more than once <laughs> no but chris recognizes him then whether or not chris recognizes him as a good or bad person that's the, that's the, that's the trick yeah but most of the time that he sees somebody it's always they're doing something they're not supposed to <laughs> yeah but i guess some of them are okay i feel like some of them are not suit like I said before, it's um so he'll notice some people that like they steal but they're not like a bad person. Like they they you know, I like I'm okay with the ones that like when you catch them, the jig is up and they're like you know, they, they drop whatever they're doing and they leave quietly. It's the ones that make a freaking scene out of it and then try to like make it look like we're the bad guys. Yeah. That's the ones I don't like. Screw those guys. Yeah. Cause all they all they like to do is just cause drama. And then we have to start doing some scorched earth tactics. Yeah. <laughs> I need to I need to learn um the um the, my sleight of hand. Alright, um, what do you call? It? Sometimes I like to just stare at them because I know they're gonna do something bad. Yeah, yeah. I need to work on my. Or one of those laser things, and I can just like. 
intimidating or was it an unnerving aura? Yeah. I did that to a guy one time when he was coming to the store and he just left. <laughs> I was like at the register and I had to clean something. I think it was like the laundry soap spilled and I was cleaning the bottle. So I was at the register five and then this guy comes in and his bag is beeping. So I'm like looking at him and I'm still cleaning. So he walks out, he beeps, then he comes back in and he beeps again and I'm still looking at him. He must have done that like five times and I'm just like full on staring at him. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. Like he just walks in and then he leaves. He didn't buy or take nothing or go that far from the door. <laughs> oh man, like sometimes it's just like, like, what do you, like, why do you do this? Why do you like, why do you have to do this? I feel like I, I it's like, like our, our compatriot that is a very aggressive person. Um, I think if you steal food to eat, I feel like he's not as hard on you. And he'll, like, I've seen him a couple times try to buy them, you know, food because they're yeah. hungry. But it's like, when you steal shit to, like, resell it, like, all the, like, the Mac, like, all those, like, touristy items, that's where it's, like, questionable to say the least. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man, like, that's. Another reason why I don't want to work that I don't have to deal with this stupid shoplifting bullshit. <laughs> it's something that it's like I never really wanted to deal with in the first place, and then when I have to come to terms with it, I it's, it's either handle it one of two ways: either one, I avoid it, or two, I just turn to our other compatriot and I get so angry and mad about it, it's just like I want to punch something. Yeah. It's like. It shouldn't be like that. That's why I like enjoy. That's why I enjoyed working in an office. I didn't have to deal with nobody. And yep. the people who are next to me is people I could trust. <laughs> yeah, but you're inside sitting down all the time. That doesn't get boring. It does. I would admit I probably gain more pounds doing that job than than there my current one. Fucking big ass yarn. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Okay, I've been up for like a. Because right, right now, I've been up for more than 12 hours. I woke up at, like, 7. I'm, like, <laughs> running on fumes here. Yeah. Because well, I got I to gotta go. I got to go after this. I got I to gotta figure out what my dinner plans are. Um, What's the next po- bullet point? Or is that it? Is that all the bullet points? Um, I actually have one more. And okay. it's about the, the, the podcast. Okay. So, um, I was just going to ask you, how often do you want to do, like, the video podcast or uh i'd say if you want to not like run out of content or have it where we we do random stuff i think what we should do is we should do maybe every other week okay or give or give it a two-week gap so that way we can plan out what the stuff is if you want and then if we want to we can actually make it up can make up for it instead of having shorter podcasts and more frequent you can do more gaps but longer podcasts so you have like like how now i think we're going on what almost three hours yeah <laughs> so like if you want to do it that way that might be better too because then if you, you get more people who would listen to your stuff longer because they want to hear the whole thing through that's always um, ways to experiment with stuff because like there's definitely like um another podcast i listen to that's also a youtube channel is called trash chase they do like three hour sessions but they do it like weeks in advance so because they do all the editing and stuff for their podcast yeah. so so they do like three hour podcasts of just them doing random and talking about shit for like three hours. 
and then they edit it and they post it up and it's like every week they have something new or they do also like specials like crash day specials where they do stupid games and stuff like um not, nothing nothing you can relate to because they're all it's all anime related but um, i told mark to or i told our personal friend <laughs> that works at the store i told him to go, go watch it or re or you know watch or listen to it because it's really fun to, to listen to the, those guys because they have some very very funny like conversations amongst them about certain things um oh i guess one of the things was like did you enjoy the um ending of um did you watch the final episode of um, Moon Knight? Oh yeah, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, they were they're like they're setting up a second season. Please, another season. <laughs> this looks so good. Yeah, and I'm happy for the person that they chose to be in that show. I mean, oh, like, cause um, I see that, yeah, because like also, I only recognize him from Star Wars. So it's like to see you know, him something. If you haven't realized, um, that's actually so every even that last the ending cutscene that um spoiler warning ahead. Um that actually a character Jake Lockley is actually in the actual comics. And he they they did like they did a straight pull from him. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um just like and I thought it's just like how like and it was also it, the ending scene before the the credit scene actually makes sense, where like he he kind of rolls out of bed and he like he gets he's still tied to the bed. He's just like oh, yeah. He, and then like when his oh, it's just like that realization like I'm not done with country yet. And I thought that was such a great thing, and it added so much more depth to the character. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm also watching. If you ever have a chance, you should totally watch um on Disney Plus um the Owl House. I'm trying to watch the current. I'm trying to finish watching the current season. The Owl House is really funny. Out House. The Owl House. Owl House. Okay. It's a really fun series about magic and magic and all that other stuff. But it's like, it's so. Um, there's the main, main character. One of the main characters is Ida, the Owl Lady. Mm. And there's like. There's a, there's a her, there's a human called Luz, and there's also um, a small little demon called um, King. And it's funny is that there's one episode where this, she's like, uh, she's like, I want, Luz asks um, Ida, it's like, why do they call you the Owl Lady? And then Ida's like, oh, because I'm so wise. The, the owl, and then the owl, the, the protector of the owl house, the actual owl whose name's Hootie, says, because you can't stop rat bones. What? <laughs> she just looks at him with disgust, and the king's like, "I think it's because she's a chi- you're trying to try the object." She's like, "No, I'm not." Pulls out a pen and clicks it, and has, has a light up, you know, effect part. Yeah. And she's like, it, it, "Her her eyes go like really wide. It sparkles, it shines in the light. I must have it for my nest." And she like tries to jump and take the pen. Aaron, you're yeah. so nerdy. <laughs> No, it's such a good series because it's so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid but great. Like even how they introduce King, they make they start him out in the first episode. Like he sounds like he's a big honking demon that lives in the house because like whenever the house trembles or right, as he's walking, and it starts like with a very deep voice like "Who dares disturb?" and then it goes into speech like "The King of Demons" as he comes around the corner wearing a bathrobe like kind of like mid shower with holding a rubber ducky like he squeaks it. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> it's so great. 
as a series. I, I just personally like it because it makes me feel warm inside. It, it, it's one of the guilty pleasure shows I watch because it's, like, it's that funny. It's such a good series. And I'm sad that they're not going to make a third season because I think they can't, the show can't, they canceled, Disney Plus is canceling the show after second season. So they're mm. trying to wrap up the whole series in two seasons, which is sad, but you know, that's how many episodes are in a season. Mm, I'd like to say 20 something in a season. Let me check. Cause I think the seasons are a little bit longer, I think for the second season, cause they have to try and end it. Yeah. But I think the first season has, what is that? 19 episodes. The second season I think has, hold on. Checking it right now on my phones. Mm-hmm. Um, second season has right now 16 episodes okay and it's one of those it's like a series that you watch where it's like it shouldn't be this on this level where as an adult you're watching and you're crying a little bit yeah but then you're like genius it's like um if you ever watched um like the kind of resonates now would be like not powerpuff girls but like Okay, like Danny Phantom. Do you remember that TV show? Uh, vividly. Okay. Um. Well, it's like one of those shows that, like, um, that was like it was okay when you're watching, it, but then when you watch it as an adult, you're like, it, everything makes more sense as an adult watching it. Yeah. So it's one of those shows. I I enjoy. I personally enjoy Our House just because it's a lot of my kind of humor. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out and see how far. I'll let you know how far I get with it. Oh, my God. That reminds me of... Hootie is, like, the one that has all the stupidest lines that, like, haunt you forever. There's one scene where um, he ends the episode by looking straight at the camera and like, I'll be haunted by my actions for life. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that will end it tonight. On yes, you should, uh, people listening, you should totally watch the Owl House. It has a great series from Disney Plus. Tell them to make another season. Okay. That ends our very long, extra special podcast tonight. Hey, now you gotta get home, already. So yeah. Uh, I, well, I gotta do. I gotta. I have like some more office stuff I gotta do tonight before I head home too. Which. Are you catching uh, huh? catch an Uber? Or are you biking it? Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not too far from my house. So I can walk it, but the problem okay. is just that I want to get, ho- I want to get back closer to home so I can actually have options for food before I go home. I actually did not eat lunch today, which was surprising. I was just, I just, I came in around 10, let's say 1030-ish. Yeah. And I just buried myself in work for the entire day. And that's literally all I did today was work, 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 work until the podcast. What? I didn't eat lunch. Like, literally, I was just doing that, tending to customers, and then just keep doing all this other stuff, like, working on stuff today. It's a lot of stuff I had to process today. But yep. thank you again for inviting me back to this podcast. Thank um, you I, for joining again. I'll <laughs> let you know when we do another one. Probably not till next month. But okay. And if we, start, if we start, if we start, if I start my own podcast with my friends on Sunday, 
or you know whatever day we decide to film on i would like to i will invite you on special guests from 21 sessions podcast okay sounds good okay still planning to do that what what you guys still planning to do that yeah we just got to plan out a day because right now i think right now on sundays we're gonna try doing an rpg first and then we'll i want to i want to do like where we do i don't know exactly if i want to do it as like a business podcast where it's like it's about our business or we want to do it where we just talk about nerdy stuff and everything and we got to just figure out the format and everything write everything out for the podcast and i need to buy additional equipment because i'm pretty sure one mic is not enough for the entire podcast okay i will see you later bye bye